following program is sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Josh Jelinski is the president of Wealth Quarterback, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm located in New Jersey. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm or its representatives by securities regulators, nor is it an indication that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Investment advisory services may only be provided to clients in jurisdictions in which the firm and its representatives are appropriately registered or exempt from registration. You should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this broadcast serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product, or any non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in this broadcast will be profitable, equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level or levels, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation or prove successful. Past performance is not indicative of future result. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback LLC. Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now, let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. We are back. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. We are live, taking your calls, unscripted, uncensored. So for those of you who want to talk to me, call me 800-321-0710. This is an open line edition of the broadcast. You get to ask me any financial education question you have. Yankees are, I believe, just six games back in the wild card. Six games. Could could there be an a September miracle? You know, they're playing Toronto for a number of years, uh, and it's kind of funny. We hope Boston beats Toronto a couple times, and then we beat up on Toronto, and then... Texas, Houston, Seattle. But anyway, I can dream and be delusional for a second, can I? Well, folks, it's that time of the day you've been waiting for. You get to ask me any and every financial education question you have. So now is the time to pick up the phone. Call us 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have. No question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. So we're going to talk about a lot. Uh, What are, we were talking about this a little bit last week, guiding you through a realistic retirement budget. Like, what are some basic tips financially? And we talked about the 10 fastest growing costs of older Americans since the year 2000. Eggs, prescription drugs, heating oil, 
dental, Medicare Part B premiums, homeowner's insurance, pet services, annual medical, including uncovered costs, propane gas, and gasoline. It's kind of interesting. If you bought an electric vehicle, bought a chicken, and didn't own a pet, you could really help stave off senior inflation quite a bit. So kind of learning these things. Now, a pet may give you joy in your older years as your kids and grandkids that once really cherished your company may not cherish it any longer. But you know what I always tell people? If you're feeling lonely and you're a senior or retiree, get involved in a hobby. A lot of people involved in pickleball. A lot of people getting bad knees due to pickleball, but you get my point. Join a gym, volunteer at your favorite shul or church or charity, give back. But I'm going to give you five things that you need to look for when planning for retirement. And then some of you just can't spend your money in retirement. I'm going to give you five strategies to help underspenders get over the hump of tapping their investments. Maybe that's just you. Maybe you're so frugal and you were such a good little boy and girl at school that you saved up that nest egg for your golden years, but you're just not enjoying it. Your kids are telling you, you know what, splurge. Your kids are maybe successful. And the best and worst states for relocating in retirement. So we're going to talk to you about all of that and more. But I always love to hear from you. So the first question of the day, the financial quarterback question of the day. What are the five best states to retire in? According to this poll, I don't know who does these polls. I'll tell you where the best, I think one of the best places to retire, a lot of people make this mistake, is near your grandkids or family that loves you. People that give you a reason for getting up in the morning. But, you know, Financial Advisor Magazine did a study, top states to retire in, worst states to retire in. We're going to give you the five from a lower cost of living. But we're also going to tell you where should you, you know, where should you think about going? If you have family, my number one tip is go near the family that's going to check in on you if there's a problem. Money is not an issue if you've saved up enough money. Now, if you haven't, then, you know, you can retire in Nicaragua or Belize or, you know, some frugal place, El Salvador. So uh, give us a call, 800-321-0710. If you want to chime on with me, if you have a financial question of the day, I'd love to hear you. So give us a call now, 800 800- Three two one zero seven ten. So let's get right to it. Permission to spend in retirement. So the three topics of today, 
Will you need permission to spend in retirement? Topic number one. Topic number two, best and worst states to retire in. And you can chime in at 800-321-0710 and tell us, where do you think the best and worst place to retire is? I'll tell you what, I think it's wherever the family is. And that's number one for me. If your kids moved to Florida, maybe you moved to Florida, but if they didn't, maybe you don't. And then five key things you want to know as you look towards retirement. Number one, tailored financial guidance. You need unique financial needs and retirement aspirations. You have individual needs and concerns. Don't settle for just somebody who is going to give you carte blanche info. By asking the right questions and listening, you can craft a retirement plan that aligns with your goals, allowing you to envision and achieve your desired retirement. This is from insurancenewsnet.com's article, Guiding Clients Through a Realistic Retirement Budget. But tip number one, you need it tailored. Tailored for you, not somebody else. Too many people do broad-based strategies in the financial service industry. We have a customizable program. If you want to go on that trip to Alaska, you can see how you can plan to afford it. Call us at 888-988-JOSH and use the keyword Alaska to get the free 45-minute review. And I'll throw in my free book, Retirement Reality Check. Number two tip. So you want to make it tailored to you. Number two, asset allocation strategy. There have been many studies that have shown the number one thing to do is not time the market, but actually bucket your money appropriately. Asset allocation is crucial for achieving retirement goals. Asset allocation is another word for how much in stocks, how much in bonds, how much in conservative, how much in risky. Advisors often use the analogy of a floor to represent essential expenses. Ensuring you have a stable foundation. So basically, one strategy also is make sure you have enough in guaranteed vehicles like treasuries, fixed annuities, cash, to ensure your monthly nut. So you pensionize your nest egg, if you will. So if you need... I don't know, six grand a month to live on and you get three grand a month from Social Security and three grand a month from your guaranteed vehicles, then you could essentially put the rest in the market and be okay. Beyond basic needs, investments are categorized into buckets. Conservative, short-term things like treasury bills. Aggressive, things like stock. Or moderate, maybe things like real estate, or dividend-paying stocks. The returns from the moderate and aggressive buckets can be used to replenish the conservative bucket, ensuring steady funds during retirement and a way to offset the stealth tax of inflation. Many of you are feeling that stealth tax right now. Tell the story of a $25 pizza. Then the timing of retirement. So number one, Make sure retirement is tailored for you. Number two, make sure you have a proper allocation of investments 
in conservative things like annuities, fixed income, treasuries, and then more aggressive things like stocks. And my rule of thumb is you should have enough in conservative vehicles so you don't vomit out your more aggressive things when the market goes bad. Number three, the timing of retirement. Deciding when to retire involves multiple factors leading the optimal time to claim Social Security and the financial implications of leaving that job. Number three, timing. When do you retire? When do you collect Social Security? All of those things are critical. So when doing retirement planning, we talked about getting it tailored for you, having the right categorizing places to put your money for short-term and long-term needs. And then next, timing. Advisors, a good advisor, will highlight the potential challenges of re-entering the workforce at an older age and the loss of job-related benefits such as health insurance, health savings accounts, retirement contributions, dental insurance, disability insurance, and life insurance. Research indicates that working an additional year at age 66 can boost retirement income, emphasizing the importance of informed decision-making. Then spending during retirement. Once retired, spending sources shift primarily to Social Security and retirement portfolios. So how are you going to spend? A good advisor can emphasize the importance of paying down debt before retirement and understanding the limitations of relying solely on Social Security, especially given the rising cost of living expenses. The 4% rule offers a basic withdrawal guideline. 4% rule is okay. If you got a million bucks saved for retirement, you shouldn't spend more than 40 grand a year. But there are dynamic strategies such as guardrails or retirement spending strategies that allow for more flexibility based on market conditions and the fact that maybe you might spend a little more earlier in retirement. We have a program that does that. Efficient asset placement, meaning which bucket do you put the money in, and strategic withdrawals, such as spending from taxable accounts first, can optimize retirement spending. And number five, you you still got a plan for the unknown. Comprehensive retirement plan addresses potential uncertainties such as longevity, health challenges, and market downturns. A good advisor would recommend diversifying portfolios with guaranteed income products like annuities, to ensure a steady income stream. Annuities aren't right for everyone. You gotta make sure you know the fees and cost before you get into it, how long is the commitment for, but they can be useful. This approach provides peace of mind, ensuring clients won't outlive their savings. Also, there are some people say, hey, annuities are fee-ridden or flea-ridden. There are ones that have no internal fees or very low internal fees. 
You can get ones that have zero internal fees and provide an income for life. They are. They exist. Now, what's the negative then? What's the catch? Well, then you would have to, some, in some cases, take no more than 10% out for as long as seven years, 10 years, five years. But you can go annuities that are three-year products now, five-year products. You don't have to tie your money forever. Will you need permission to spend in retirement? Many of you have not tapped your investments, even though you have enough money to be okay. Now, Bruce Springsteen Day is in New Jersey, uh, and it's September 23rd, 2023. So all songs are Brucey songs. The challenge many retirees face isn't just about saving for retirement, but allowing themselves to spend. You need permission to spend, don't you? A lot of you do. That's why you listen to this show. You're, you're very educated on money, but maybe a little too educated. While the instinct to save and invest is commendable, the end goal of all this is to use your funds during your golden years. However, many retirees hesitate, fearing they'll run out of money. To combat this, strategies like considering annuities for steady income, tilting portfolios towards income production, dividend-paying stocks, bonds that produce income, treasuries, adjusting withdrawals based on portfolio performance, and understanding the natural trend of reduced spending over time, meaning your plan should incorporate that you may not want to take that trip to Alaska when you're 90, but you may want to take it when you're 70, or that trip to Italy. You may not be able to Walk those steps at a certain age. So enjoy your money earlier. Begin to know how much to enjoy so you don't go broke in retirement. We will help you do that with our own customizable retirenow.info. Go over to retirenow.info website. Get four free gifts when you schedule and keep your no-obligation appointment. Four. Count them four. Go to retirenow.info or call me at 888 988 Josh. Also, you have to understand the natural trend of reduced spending over time that can help retirees strike a balance between preserving their capital and enjoying their retirement. Strategies for cons- uh, to consider in retirement. Number one, considering an annuity. First off, annuities like the redheaded stepchild of the investment world. What is an annuity? Well, I would really say it's more of a savings product than an investing product. There are variable annuities which supposedly try to um, give you like a mutual fund wrapper wrapped up in some type of protection product. I generally do not like variables because of their high fees. There are occasionally good annuities that are variable. Uh, We do not sell them. I do not sell them. Uh, But, you know, there, there could be certain situations where a variable product is right for you. 
But generally speaking, when I'm talking about annuity, I'm talking about a product that offers guaranteed income for life, which can be for a set period, 10 or 20 years, or for life. This can offer you peace of mind, especially for those concerned with outliving their nest egg. Buying an annuity is sort of like getting something that you know your money's never going to run out because you get a paycheck every month. Now, not all annuities have that feature. And some of those annuities require you to tie your money up for life. I don't like those. I like ones with a five, seven, or 10-year walk away. You know, some even have a 14-year walk away. But generally, you want ones with what are called the 10 by 10 provision, meaning they last, the commitment period lasts 10 years or shorter, and you could take up to 10% of your money out every year without a surrender charge. There is a surrender charge schedule, so if you're considering an annuity, you want to ask your advisor to show you that. An annuity is a financial product that provides a steady stream of income. They're sort of like the Rodney Dangerfield of financial products. They get no respect around here. It's essentially a contract between an individual and an insurance company. In recent years, academics and financial experts have said, hey, you know, the much beleaguered annuity actually should be beloved. But again, it all depends on the type. Next up, we have Harry, who wants to know, he's just not that satisfied with his financial situation. Go ahead, Harry. You're on. Uh, good morning. Um, I had, I recently retired, man. When I say recently, about two years. I had a, an annuity for, uh, uh, I believe it was 52000 It's down to like... Uh, excuse me, 32000 and I had a Roth for fourteen, and uh, and an IRA for $32,000. Uh, altogether, my portfolio right now is like $43,000 because it's gone down to some degree. But on the offset, I got uh, uh, in the bank, which I didn't want to um, move for safety reasons. I got $40,000 which I really don't don't get much interest on it. Get like a 1% or something uh, on it. Um, my question is, is there something I can do with the uh, annuity that I have? Because uh, I decided to check, unknown to me, uh, they take like 10% uh, interest at the start, and I have it for 10 years. Uh, and it goes down from 10 to one year at the last year, which I think is ridiculous. There's too much uh, interest being paid off of that. Plus, my broker, whenever he wants, he opened up a, a brokerage uh, account uh, within that, and every month or so, which I told him I didn't want that to some degree, um, they were buying and selling, buying and selling. Um, I don't know, you know, what would be best right now. What I want to do is I got 40000 40, in the savings account. I got 20000 that I leave uh, for, uh, you know, monthly expenditure. 
uh, and for emergency. And I get uh, between my uh, retirement, which is my pension, and Social Security, I get like 8500 a month. You definitely need a second review. Call us now at 888-988-JOSH, and I'll give you a 45-minute strategy session at no charge, 888-988-JOSH, number one. Number two, I mean, you should be able to send a written authorization to the advisor that you do not wish for him to buy or sell without your permission. Now, There are two ways you can have an advisory relationship. One is called discretionary, where you're giving the advisor discretion to act according to how you've told them, right? So some clients will give us discretion to be moderate or to be conservative or to be aggressive. And you would have a contract, and that's called a discretionary relationship financial management contract. If you don't have that, uh, I would I would get rid of that advisor. Does that make sense? Because they should yeah, not well, be buying or selling without your written permission. So for us, for example, we don't do that without a contract. Um, now, if you want, some clients want to be, you know, it's called non-discretionary. They want to be notified of any changes we want to make. And that can be stipulated as well. So it's not necessarily that they're buying or selling that's the problem, right? It's, it's what are they doing and under what constructs? Like, is it in your best interest or not? Number one. Number two, them charging you interest is ridiculous. But I wonder if... Just because of how you said it, if they're not charging you it, but the contract has what's called a surrender charge schedule. So annuities can come with fees and surrender charges. You, you should be able to get one if you didn't want one without a, if you wanted one without a fee, you can get one. But they may have what's called a surrender charge schedule. And that's 10% in the first year, 9% in the second, 8% in the third, and so on. But they're not charging you that unless you're taking more than 10% a year. That's called the surrender charge schedule. So I, they're only charging you that if you're taking out more than 10%. Regardless, it seems like you need a new advisor because they're not explaining things to you. Does that make sense, Harry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I do have a surrender because it, it goes just exactly like you said, 10, 9, 8, you know, and I haven't touched the but money. But you're not paying there. it unless you're taking out more than 10% a year or 5%. So come on in. We'll do an annuity due diligence call to see if that annuity earn is right for you. There are various types. There are fixed annuities. They're variable, they're fixed indexed, each catering to different risk profiles and needs. Some may keep up with inflation, some may not. That's why you want to call us at 888-988-JOSH, and I will give you a copy of my book, Retirement 
reality check as a free gift. Uh, any other questions on that? Uh, no, you know, I, I, I had, like I said, I had my money before with somewhere else and I was making, it wasn't much, but I was making, uh, you know, I was making, uh, I, it was making a difference in the money I put in this year. When I moved over to these people, uh, I feel like I've lost money that more than gained anything. And I know the market has been down, up and down and everything else, but I, had the same problem with the the other place, and I was fine with them. I mean, you know, and then in long term, I I made up uh, my money, and it was all good. Um, this guy came up to me, showed me a portfolio that uh, that uh, I could make uh, uh, a lot more money in, with the money I had, and I decided to go with him. It sounds good, but. And reality, all I've been doing is losing money. Well, that's one tip. You really don't want to go with anyone who's promising set performance or showing you prior returns because the prior return may not be the current return or the future return. You want somebody who's going to obviously return for you, but someone who's going to educate you on your many options. Sounds like you're just not being educated properly. So call us, 888-988-JOSH, and I'll throw in my book, Retirement Reality Check, and I hope to meet you soon. We're going to talk about how do you tilt your portfolio towards income production now so you can enjoy your money now and tying portfolio withdrawals to portfolio performance And then, folks, if you want to chime in on the question of the day, call us at 800-321. What are the the worst and best states to retire in? 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Maybe it seems like prices can't get much higher or that the stock market is headed for bear territory. Or maybe you're worried about another great recession. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, can help you protect your family's financial future in times like these. Tune in this weekend to the financial quarterback to hear how Josh and his team can help you decrease your tax liability and lower your risk. Call 888-988-5674 to take advantage of Josh's 27-point plan to achieve financial health. And when you call, you'll receive a free copy of Josh's book, Retirement Reality Check. Tune in every weekend to The Financial Quarterback and call 888-988-5674 to receive your free copy of Retirement Reality Check. Give us a call now, 888-988-JOSH, and say retirenow.info when you get the retirenow.info gift or head over to retirenow.info. And all you do is click Get Started Now and you get up to four free gifts, free copy of my book, best-selling Amazon, it was an Amazon bestseller, uh, retirement reality check, also part two, maximize my social security consultation, part three, the 27-point ultimate financial game plan, part four, the on-point risk analyzer, all at no charge, so call us now, 888-988-JOSH. 
888-988-5674. So next, we talked about annuities. Now we're going to go to current income production. Examples of that would be dividend-paying stocks, dividend-paying ETFs. Maybe annuities aren't for you. Maybe you prefer stocks that give you. I always love dividend-paying stocks, the concept, because they pay you while you wait. And what does this strategy mean? It means adjusting one's portfolio to focus more on assets that generate income like dividends from stocks or interest from bonds. So you could right now, you get a million bucks in treasury bonds yielding, you know, let's say 40 grand a year after fees, 50 grand a year, and have very little risk. Or what I like about dividend-paying stocks is you could get you know, let's say 30 or 40 grand in dividend stocks, could get their there are greater dividends. I could show you how to get dividends up to 10%, but then there's generally the higher the dividend, the higher the risk of the holding. So if you want a high dividend portfolio, you know, you have to add in different sectors to mitigate your risk. What are the benefits of an income portfolio generating strategy? Well, you want to provide yourself a consistent income stream without the need to solve assets. So if you have a lot saved and you struggle with spending, you would say, we're not going to ever sell shares. We are going to enjoy that trip to Alaska, that trip to Hawaii, that trip to Italy via the dividend income. And this can be comforting for those of you who are wary of market volatility that you will never have to sell off. The one thing is dividend-paying stocks you know, if you had a million dollars in dividend paying stock portfolio, it could go down to 600000 You got to be okay with that. But the idea is you never sell those shares. You're just living off of whatever the income is generating. Potential issues over reliant. Now, the ideal is that million grows to $1.6 million and you got paid along the way. But you have to have a long-term time horizon where you, where you don't want to sell it ever. You could also do mutual funds or ETFs that achieve this. Benefit of that is then you're diversifying. So you don't just have all of your money in one stock, but you have, you know, hundreds of different stocks that provide income. There are ETFs that provide a diversified income yield. You could also look at real estate investment trust, REITs, I generally don't like private REITs, but public ones where at least you can look at the books of who you're, you know, of what you're trying to achieve. So give us a call now, 800-321-0710. If you have a call, we are asking this question. What are the top states to retire in? What are the worst states to retire in? I'll reveal the answer at the end of the show, but I would love to give you, the listener, a stab at it. Okay, as we're looking on teaching you how to enjoy your money, the next thing we want to do is tie portfolio withdrawals to portfolio performance. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to be like, be like my baby in the other room who's crying because, hey, are you crying with your portfolio? 
If you need help, call us at 888-988-JOSH. We'd be happy to help you. How does the strategy of tying portfolio withdrawals to portfolio performance work? Well, instead of withdrawing a fixed amount, retirees adjust their withdrawals based on how their investments are performing. So in the whole idea of income generating, permission to spend your money, talked about annuities give you permission, talked about income-oriented investments give you permission to spend. The other is a performance-based strategy where in good years you take more and lean years you take less. This approach can potentially extend the life of a portfolio especially during market downturns. It allows you to benefit more during market upswings. Now, what is the challenge to this strategy? It requires regular monitoring and can result in fluctuating income levels year to year, which might not suit everyone. But in a good year, if you're not going to spend the money, you pop, put it in your bank account for future spending. How do you implement this? To adopt this strategy, retirees would need to set a baseline withdrawal rate and then adjust it annually based on portfolio performance. And we have a whole software that does this. It's called Right Capital. And there are so many different uh, strategies. One of them is called the Retirement Spending Smile. The idea here is to create a spending smile where retirement expenses decrease over time, but healthcare increases over time the costs. So we can show you a preloaded retirement scenario that will adjust the expenses by the normal inflation rate minus 1% each year, but then increase your healthcare expenses because over time, you do spend less as you age on certain expenses like car. You don't drive as much when you're 90 as when you're 70. On vacation, you're going to go more on vacation when you're 70 than when you're 90. But your health care costs might increase by 12% a year. So there are so many other methods of spending. And we have a software that can calculate different ones. There's the guardrails approach also known as the Guyton-Klinger decision rules, where you have guardrails. So you could say before age 80, if the withdrawal rate is 20% greater than the initial rate, reduce spending by 10%. You could have a prosperity rule, which says before age 80, if the withdrawal rate is 20% lower than the initial rate, increase spending. So it allows for some flexibility. So you can do inflation-adjusted retirement spending, retirement spending smile. You could do guardrails. You could do something called a floor and a ceiling approach. All of these are different spending approaches for different listeners because you're custom. You're not just a 4% rule. And your wife or your husband may not be the 4% rule. So call us. If you want to plan literally for your whole life, planning for spending to trend down over time, what's the trend? Research indicates that many retirees spend less as they age, but other exceptions like 
healthcare costs spike. Understanding this trend can help in budgeting and financial planning might allow for more aggressive spending in the early years of retirement where you may want to go on that trip to Italy, go on that trip to Santorini or Athens. While many expenses might decrease, like travel or entertainment, others might rise. It's crucial to plan for these shifts. Then I'll give my conclusion to this whole subject of retirement income and the top best and worst states to retiring. Navigating the financial landscape of retirement is more than just a game of numbers. It's a balance of psychology, planning, and strategy. With the journey to retirement often emphasizes savings. You know, basically, retirement planners emphasize saving. The post-retirement phase requires a shift in mindset to spending. By embracing the strategies we talked about, like annuities, income-focused portfolios, and performance-based withdrawals, retirees can ensure they not only protect their nest egg, but also relish enjoying the fruits of their labor, your labor. Understand the natural ebb and flow of expenses during these years. Further empowers retirees to make informed decisions. Ultimately, the golden years should be about comfort, enjoyment, and the peace of mind that comes from financial prudence. So according to Financial Advisor Magazine, they they list the best and worst states in the U.S. for retirement. I will reveal what those states are, but they are split geographically. The Midwest and South claim some, and the Northeast and West seem to be in the bottom five. Midwest and South claim the top five. Northeast and West claim some of the bottom five, primarily because of the difference in cost of living. We'll talk about those. But first, Art, go ahead. I watch the, the market quite a bit, and I see a lot of people saying, uh, if you have any of your money in 110 of these banks, get out of Take your cash out right away. Is this really going to be a, a true thing? It's going to happen? No. I mean, a lot of this is fear-mongering. So you buy some internet newsletter. Now, do I believe in diversification, you know, diversifying banks, looking at the financial integrity of your bank? Yeah, I mean, we can – I mean, you want to look at the – credit quality of the bank, credit quality of the insurance company you might have your money in. You may want to have some money in precious metals. It's about diversification, not fear-mongering, though. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, yeah, I've heard all those. Are Are you ready for a bail-in? You know, I get I know. it. Um. I mean, there are scary elements. I mean, I read that one guy. There's one guy I read who scares Zach out of me every time I read him. What's his name? Casey or something. He makes some good points. But I think the points are made like, you know, there are political risks and capital controls. 
you know, that could come. So what do you do? You have some cash at the bank, some cash at your house. Uh, Some would even say, you know, you have some Bitcoin, you know. But uh, I've heard others say that once quantum computing comes, Bitcoin could, could suffer. Some could have physical gold. You know, it's like, but you don't have all your money in those things, right? I mean, you might have 10 grand in this and 10 grand in that just in case. You know what I mean? Because really, like, gold is worthless unless there was some type of capital control. Because gold sort of holds its value, but it doesn't beat to inflation. But, you know, yeah, what's the guy's name? Oh, Doug Casey, who writes for the International Man Communique. You know, it's all that type of stuff. Do I think it's valid? Could be. Should you be prepared? Yes, it's part of the diversification. But don't freak out. Right, Art? Call us, 888-988-JOSH. Any other questions, Art? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, but I will call you. Uh, I got the other number. Thank you. Call us at 888-988-JOSH. Next up, we have Gordon. You've mentioned on your show a number of times that you think that having 5 to 10% of one's portfolio in precious metals is a good, is a reasonable strategy. Uh, within that 5 to 10%, uh, what would be a reasonable percentage to allocate to gold uh, and to silver and maybe something else like uh, platinum, for instance? I mean, I don't know how much utility platinum will have. You know, if you had 5% in gold and you wanted 2% in silver, 5 in gold, 5 in silver, 25 in gold, 25 in silver that you physically, you know, want to have, uh, you know, that's fine. Two and a half and get up 1% in Bitcoin even, you know. And, and and that's really only to protect yourself from what this guy was just talking about, you know. But, you know, you don't want to have too much in because it really is a poor inflation hedge, right? Like mm-hmm. the price of gold is and silver is really a store of value. So an ounce of gold bought the finest Roman tunic today, it will, it will buy the finest you know, men's suit. That story is often told. But it's not like, it, it really is like a great investment. It's really as a, you know, what if, you know, what if we have some problem? What if, what if capital controls occur and the, the government says, oh, you can't take, your money out of the bank today, or you can only take up to 3000 or 5000 And if you might say, well, that doesn't happen. I mean, it happened during COVID. I remember they were limiting the amounts that you could withdraw from your bank. I remember that very well. So I hope that helps you, Gordon. Any other questions? Uh, yes. Uh, if um, Along those lines, do you think that having a supply of something like silver coin, in case we have a central bank digital currency imposed on us, do you think having a supply of, say, silver coins around would be a good thing? Yeah, it might be. I don't think you should do it out of fear. You should do it as, okay, I have this money sitting around doing nothing. It's better it be there if if one of those calamities were to occur. And that's the beauty of financial planning. You can plan for a variety of contingencies, like where you live, 
like what if uh, the retirement spending stages, all of that. The worst states to retire in were Massachusetts, Washington, California, New York, and Alaska. The best were Mississippi, Missouri, West Virginia, Delaware, and Iowa based on affordability. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH for the free gift when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. The preceding program was sponsored by the Jelensky Advisory Group. Any awards, rankings, or recognition by unaffiliated third parties or publications, including Five Star Wealth Manager, Advisory of the Year finalist by Senior Market Advisor, and Top of the Million Dollar Roundtable, are in no way indicative of the advisor's future performance or any individual client's investment success. No award, ranking, or recognition should be construed as a current or past endorsement of Josh Jelinski or Wealth Quarterback, LLC. Information regarding specific awards, rankings, or recognitions is available on the Wealth Quarterback website at jelinski.org. All investments strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Investment strategies such as asset allocation, diversification, or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. There are no guarantees that a portfolio employing these or any other strategy will outperform a portfolio that does not engage in such strategies. This broadcast should not be construed by any client or prospective client as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect transactions and securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice. Due to various factors and including changing market conditions, the information discussed in this broadcast may no longer be reflective of current positions or recommendations. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Josh Jelinski and Wealth Quarterback do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. The tax and estate planning information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or or tax situation. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback, LLC.